program. Well, hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Oh, there is there are people standing up, by the way. I haven't had a chance to get to this yet. I, I love the story. Do you remember the Marine that was in the Arizona convenience store? What was that? A few days ago. Yeah. And yeah. he he stopped. Uh, he stopped a guy from robbing. And he's like, don't don't mess with me. And uh, uh, he just got a citizen's award for extraordinary heroism and exceptional courage while uh, voluntarily coming to the aid of another citizen during an incident involving criminal. I don't know how they got that onto a medal, but they did. Uh, but he showed up to get this uh, this certificate and this plaque yesterday. He showed up wearing a Make America Great Again hat and a Let's Go Brandon t-shirt. Program. We're going to be joined by British, uh, British, uh, by, uh, um, oh God, now I can only think of British. Uh, Bridget Fetacy. Bridget Fetacy, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. in just a second. Yeah. Uh, These she, are hard words. I know, mm-hmm. I know, mm-hmm. I know. Uh, first, let me tell you about Goldline. Um, what's happening this weekend in Glasgow is really important. It is uh, another uh global warming meeting and the banks and the uh, people like uh, blackstone and goldman sachs already have met this week they are putting the final touches on the new banking system and regulatory system that will make sure that if you're not green if you're not a social justice warrior you will not get a loan Um, the reason why we are paying so much for gas is because we're shutting everything down. They're not getting loans. If you're Exxon, unless it's a green project, you're not getting a loan uh, for your your new exploratory drills. That's a real problem. Inflation is also the problem. So all of this money is out there. We're we're making things scarce intentionally because of global warming. This is a disaster, and you're seeing the price of meat. You're paying about, what, $10 for a hamburger? How much of that is because they're, they're blocking meat because of CO2? And how much of that is because of all of the money that is inflated? Please guard what you have. There's a couple of things. One, Bitcoin. But they could shut that down in a heartbeat. Hopefully they don't. The other is gold. That is the traditional thing that everyone goes to. Um, It is, uh, I mean, it's been around for thousands and thousands of years. China is loading up on gold. Russia is loading up on gold. Everybody, I think, that understands what's coming for the West has been loading up on gold. Will you please just see if it's right for you and your family? Right now, this is the last week they're offering it. Tomorrow, I think it's done. Uh, if there are any left by tomorrow, they're offering free platinum. It is a one-tenth of an ounce platinum coin. If you have a qualifying order of graded $5 gold Indians, uh, they've never given platinum away because of its scarcity and its price, but you can get it today and tomorrow. The number is 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. One of my favorite people. She kind of feels like a sister of mine. <laughs> uh, Bridget Fetacy, host of Walk-In's Welcome, the podcast. And uh, and she's a fantastic writer. She used to be 
you would consider yourself very, very liberal progressive in uh-huh. the past. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You would hate me. Right. You probably did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need to say it that way. It seemed like so there was a change yeah. built into that either. Yeah, it was like, yeah. yes, what do you yes, mean? I do. I used to. What are you talking about? Um, and you had an awakening. You haven't been in the studio for since 2018 because you've been in California lockdown. Yes. Yeah. We're How's still that in been? Huh? You're still in lockdown. No, it's still it's still just it's opening up, but it's still it's weird. I didn't even realize until I was in Texas how much. Stockholm syndrome sets in even for someone like me who's pretty free and not I never really my husband was in he worked in a grocery store through the whole pandemic so he was coming and going and working and never stopped working and so we didn't get that weird being locked down we didn't have the luxury of not being you know interacting Mm -hmm. with other humans and so it was pretty normal and then we just kind of rolled with all of it. And then I came here and I was like, oh, I feel so free. I'm, I feel happy. I feel excited. I see a path forward in life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't feel like I'm living in a dying state that's on hospice. It's it, so weird. Living in Texas, unless I'm going to Florida, I feel exactly the opposite. Yeah. Every time I travel someplace, I'm like, good God, how do people live here? What is this? Yeah, it is. It, and I'm not the kind of person that... I, I still have been living my life, but I guess just not being aware of how bad things look around me. Not I realize I don't really want to leave my house because I don't want to see how bad it looks. And it really is tragic what's happened in San Francisco, L.A., and it gets I've worse. I've heard that it is. It's tragic. I've heard that it is beyond your imagination bad. Yeah, it's not. It's really just. And, it, and there's no... There's no stop to it. There doesn't seem to be any stopping the process. There's no, you know. Well, you had that whistle stop. You had that. It was called uh, Larry Elder. That, that might have changed things. Yeah, that wasn't. I mean, the minute he got he got the nomination or the he was the front runner, yeah. I think they it became less of a referendum on Newsom and more of a referendum on Trump. So that was the best thing that ever happened to Newsom. Yeah, because he, all of a sudden it was like, well, we don't want a, another Trump, and it, it was very easy. They're going to say that about any. They said that about Mitt frickin' Romney, of course, of who course. is the most milk toast oatmeal <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. He. Was was the devil <laughs> yeah yeah so newsom newsom is a and you know people seem to be they seem to be okay with all of it and there it's a lot of neuroticism there's just so much fear and there's just fear everywhere in america but it's not the same level as in a lot of these liberal cities that i've been in there's fear here but it is here Californians moving here. Yeah, it, it really is. I mean, we check you at the gates now. Um, you know, Hawaii had just started using these robot dogs. Oh, yeah, I saw uh, those. Yeah. I mean, you bring one of those robot dogs to Texas, and I think <laughs> I think you would have a hard time keeping that robot dog walking. It's just target practice in yeah, Texas. Yeah, it would be. Yeah, it would They'll be. put cans on top of it. It's a moving target. Yeah, and they're going to, you know, look for COVID-19, and, and these little robots are out. I mean, this I is like a movie. I know. It's a, we live in, it's, I was thinking about the last time I was here and how it was weird. It was already weird. But it is, it's got, we're through the, fully through the looking glass that's in the looking glass. Yeah. <laughs> you were, the last time you were here, it was weird because 
there were very few people like you yeah. that were waking up. And yeah. you were really still at the very beginning. You're like, I'm kind of uncomfortable. I don't know exactly <laughs> if I should be seen with you. You know, it, was, it wasn't even that. I just also had never done media. You know, I, I think my mm, first media really? hit was with Ben Shapiro in 2018. So oh, wow. in October of 2018, right before the midterms, that was when I did my first media hit ever in my life. And wow. I, so I did get kind of thrown into the space. And then not only am I thrown into the space, I'm thrown into the space with Nazis in quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was very, you know, even as I look back, it's, it was very, uns- and like you said, there wasn't, there weren't, there, we've seen a huge, large portion of people who have been there refugees from the left. <laughs> yeah. There is something happening. I mean, yeah. the let's go Brandon theme, you know, this, the deal, the song, mm-hmm. you know, now thwarting Adele, uh, for the top of the charts, uh, um, Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone but Dave Chappelle could survive what he's what he's doing. But it shows how ridiculous they are. You didn't watch the special. If you think that's who he is, you didn't watch it. Yeah. Or they did watch it, but they still want him to be that. How? Yeah. How, though? How do you make him? If you watch, did you watch it? I did, of okay. course. You yeah. saw the ending? Yeah, of course. How? How? How is this guy a hater? Yeah. I, I think people see what they want to see, though, in, in many instances in life. And, and I think that if you are committed to the idea of Dave Chappelle being a transphobe for for example. So that whole story was a lie? I mean, not a lie. you listen to it, you you cry. You have to be yeah. dead inside not to cry. Yeah. I mean, I think the I think the criticism that what that I've read and heard is that it was like saying, "Oh, this is, you know, I have a black friend." It was him saying mm. like, "I have a trans friend." Oh, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, shut up. <laughs> I mean, it was I I think it's good though to see Netflix backing him. That was really even more important well, than the mm, he backed they sort him. of backed out a little bit. He did it. I was saying this people are like, "He caved." I'm like, "No, he didn't." If you read the actual mm-hmm. statement he basically said I should have been led with humanity and then told them to go kick rocks right. and I'm still telling them to go kick rocks and but we're this, not taking it down this is a multi-step process though Bridget I mean the, the Washington Redskins for years said they would never change the name mm-hmm. and then they changed the yeah, name yeah but they didn't the Cleveland Indians I think, no wait 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 I think the what and now it may be all uh, this may be all wet on this but I think the Washington football team yeah. <laughs> was brilliantly selected <laughs> because people still call them the Redskins. Redskins. Yes, I agree. They're, they didn't change the name and they have the ability because the Washington football team is the worst thing ever. <laughs> right, no one can say it. And so they, yeah. they're just like, this is going to end soon. I mean, you know, Hitler was eventually exposed. It's going to go back to normal at some point. Keep the Red Sin stuff in a warehouse. We'll sell it maybe 20 years down the road. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that there is a, a long history of I, I mean, I think Chappelle is the only guy I can think of that that maybe is able to survive this. But we've seen so many people that that it starts that little ball starts rolling yeah, and, it, and eventually they, they, they fail. I think it's different this time because you have average people standing up. Now. Yeah. You know, it's not just you're not just standing out alone. You know, this this thing that's happening in the school districts is yeah. so critically important. Mm-hmm. 
these parents standing up and saying, uh, excuse me, no, these are my children. Yeah. A lot of people want to make it out like it's right wing media that's brainwashing all these parents. And I think people underestimate that the pandemic in this instance was an opportunity oh, to yeah. reveal. Yeah. Parents were seeing what was being taught and hearing it. And they're like, wait, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what yeah. did your teacher just say? Yeah. What are you learning? Yeah. Why aren't you learning math? Right. <laughs> and it's, <laughs> and it's, it's crazy because I don't think like when um, Obama went on the campaign trail this last week and he was like, you know, just drummed up, you know, uh, uh, nonsense come from. The, and you're like, Shut oh, up. The fake culture wars. Yeah, the comment. fake culture what a, war thing. What a, I mean, coming from him, that's rich. Right, yeah. isn't it? Rich. Yeah. How did you feel about Glenn's Obama impersonation there? Do you it think was that was good. Good? pretty good? Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I just We're getting there. A comedian. Yeah. I'm horrible at impressions. <laughs> yeah. So okay. yeah. Anyone uh, can do something moderately. So <laughs> I'm impressed. Let me um, let me be a little harsh. Yes. About you. Okay. Oh, wow. Here, Here we, go. we go. During the pandemic, you were. I didn't know how I didn't know where you were on some of the authoritarian kind of stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? So did you change? Is there what, what happened? I wrote a piece about this, about just things that I got wrong in general in 2020. And I think at the beginning, I didn't I, I heard everybody being like, they're not going to take this power away. And this is my kind of naivete I guess as a, coming from the left is I was like yeah two weeks to just like chill things out and let the hospitals catch up we See, I think I have to tell you I was there too we didn't know everyone knows now we didn't yeah. know and yeah. it was bad they were freaking welding people into houses yes, in China so I agree I was very much like all right and I can't I've come out and said I mean and I saw guys like Jesse Kelly who were like you don't do this this is insane and it felt hyperbolic to me. And oh boy, I, that's really what's like traumatized me. <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, you know, and they're like, we're just going to do a vaccine passport. We're just going to do a mandate. I'm like, no, I don't trust you guys with anything anymore. Anything yeah. ever. You lost all your credibility. And then shredding the credibility. I mean, being in LA during the protests slash riots. Oh, that my was, gosh. That, that was, was crazy. Craziness. I mean, and so do your neighbors notice that? It's they really they do. But most of I think I, I do think a lot of the people who left are generally center right and maybe Republicans who left these, you know, people worry that it's all people liberals coming I to will, these red states. But the numbers aren't really showing that I would tell you right now, the, the Californians that I met. Some of them are more conservative than the Texans yeah. that have grown up here. Yeah. Um, the uh, uh, you know, I would say the same to you. Get the hell out. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you if you don't agree with what the left is doing right now, these are really bad guys. Yeah. You know, the people who are leading some of these charges, they do believe in they have a right to do whatever is good for the collective. That's yeah. really dangerous. Yeah. So that was I mean, I don't I guess it was I think in the early days we were like, what's the problem? And then quickly it became I became aware that this the people who i believed were being hyperbolic and fear-mongering were actually correct and then just seeing the fallout and and of course as we learn more about the virus and what was actually going on so mm -hmm. i think as more knowledge came out but really i i really think that just having everybody locked down 
telling everybody they couldn't leave. And then you had these kind of patriot protests. And then watching everybody pivot and say, oh, like you had epidemiologists coming out and saying that you can go protest in a pandemic because racism is the real virus. And now you have thousands and thousands of people in the street. And that just, I think it broke. How do you even explain the border? How do you explain the border? You're not even testing them for COVID. You're releasing them. They don't have to wear a mask. They don't have to get double vaccinated. It makes no sense. I mean, it is so clearly a lie. Yeah. And it's almost, that's almost an invisible story. If you don't watch anything outside of MSNBC, CNN, unless they're forced to cover it, they're not really covering it. So people don't even really know about what's happening. It's, 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 yeah. So, I mean, fair, fair to push me on that. I, I definitely. Well, I don't think, I mean, cause I was the same way when it was 15 days to, to, to flatten the curve. I thought that was reasonable. I thought it was shocking, but I thought it was reasonable because we didn't know what we were dealing right. with yet. But the minute we started to see and we're like, okay, okay, wait a minute. Those all, that all should have gone away and you can't close the economy for three months. You yep. just can't. Uh, and uh, it was uh, it was a mistake. I mean, the real way to handle it, I think, was the way Sweden or the Amish did. Many and many states were open when I was in Texas a year ago. Yeah, they were oh, yeah, open. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. there are places that have been pretty open oh, since yeah. that summer. Yeah, and the one that leads the nation in the least amount of uh, COVID new COVID cases is now Florida. <laughs> yeah, I mean, after they had the highest number of <laughs> yeah, weeks that ago, again yes. goes that again <laughs> yeah. goes to herd mentality kind of thinking. I mean, oh. isn't it just because they have a lot of olds? A lot of olds. There's a lot of olds there. Is, is what we're told. Yeah. Well, I'm going to move on. Uh, <laughs> hang on just a second. Let me tell you about LifeLock. Cybercrime is becoming more and more common as we rely more and more on technology for our daily lives. Wait until the robots, the robot dogs come to your door. You're going to love that. Uh, Cybercrime is a... What? We could enforce the lockdowns with robot dogs. That would have really worked. That's I mean, all we isn't it a little creepy? Hawaii is doing robot dogs. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> what does that mean? What do they do? What do you mean they're doing ro- robot dogs? What does that See mean? If I can find it right here. They're, they're sending <laughs> robot dogs to out story. to neighborhoods mm-hmm. to, to see if there's COVID in the air. Uh, yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Anyway, let me tell you about uh, LifeLock. LifeLock will help you detect a wide range of identity threats. They'll send you an alert. There's a robot dog in your neighborhood. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but you can keep what's yours, yours with LifeLock by Norton. Join now, save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or head to LifeLock.com. Promo code BECK, save 25%. 10 seconds, station ID. So I am recently, recently, I am more encouraged than uh, I've been in a long time because I see people standing up. Mm -hmm. I mean, New York, you have the police Mm -hmm. are not doing it. The firefighters are saying, screw you and your vaccine vaccine mandate. Uh, It's happening everywhere and it's going to cause chaos um, if they actually fire these people, mm-hmm. which I think they will, um, probably but it, it at least gives me hope that the average person now is starting to wake up and stand up and go, uh, uh-uh. yeah, it's interesting because the mandates, the vaccine mandates seem to be 
it's like there have been waves of red pilling you know there's i feel like there have just been these over the past five years you've seen these waves and one was over the summer when everybody fled the liberal cities and in Mm -hmm. 2020 this vaccine mandate seems to be another one that really is pushing a lot of people who might be left center left or um pushing them kind of away from what they thought was their party. Yeah, I mean, it's so clear Joe Biden is not the guy who's going to return us to normalcy. You know what I mean? Yeah. His whole thing was, hey, we're just going to go back to normal. Uh, this None of this stuff is normal. Yeah. None of this stuff is normal. No. You know, you're in California. If you're buying premium, at least in one uh, city in California, it was $8.50 for a gallon of premium gasoline. Yeah, it's crazy. I think the other thing that's happening is that people who might have been very afraid of um, Trump because of whatever, they're realizing that his... Um, policies well they're realizing that it didn't really affect their life it might have <laughs> it might have affected their psyche yeah it might have had them in a tizzy but not their life yeah. great point back in this just a second with bridget fetacy program uh buy one get one free have you ever heard that and not been excited like buy one sandwich get one sandwich free buy one pizza get another pizza free buy one donut get another donut free i mean i could go on it's fantastic now with sheets eh. However, these are the Giza Dream Sheets. Giza Dream, uh, Giza Dream Sheets are made from the softest cotton in the world. Giza. I don't know what it is about the cotton in, in Egypt, but I guess it's really great. Um, I will tell you, I don't care where it comes from. What I really like about the Giza Dream Sheets is they are the softest sheets I've ever slept on. I sleep on them every night. I love them. I have one friend who's like, oh, you've got us. You've got to sleep on linen. You got to love. Yeah. Why don't I just sleep in a burlap bag? No, thank you. I'm a sheet snob. Uh, MyPillow.com. Click on the new radio listener specials and check out the buy one, get one free offer on the Giza Dream Sheets. Deep discounts on other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code back. Call 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. Get the great radio specials now. MyPillow.com. Promo code Beck. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. More with Bridget Fetacy next. One thing uh, Bridget Fetacy and I have in common is uh, mental illness, and uh, <laughs> we're both, uh, we are uh, both addicts. Uh, you were addicted to drugs and alcohol. And alcohol. Uh, and uh, I'm not like her. I was only addicted to alcohol, so I'm better than she is. <laughs> uh, and uh, we both had problems with depression and, and mm-hmm. things like that, and uh, can speak from experience on how real uh, depression is how 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 your brain can trick you into thinking something is very normal mm-hmm. and it's all about you when it's not. I think there's a difference between depression mm-hmm. and clinical depression. And usually depression is what kicks the clinical depression off. Mm-hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I heard you talking about yeah. in an earlier segment, your depression and 
the scariest thing about it is that it's in your own voice and it's telling you yes. mm. you're not you're not valuable yeah. the world would be better without you you're a burden yeah and that's your own voice and it's it's sneaky because you believe it last week all during we got really bad last week mm-hmm. for me last week Every time I was on the air, my voice in my head was saying, this is not going to make any difference. Why are you doing this? Mm-hmm. And it was really hard to keep things straight. I was exhausted after mm-hmm. every show. How do you how do you know, like when the black dog is kind of sniffing around? So I'm usually really good at sensing it, you know, because mm-hmm. I'm so hyper vigilant because of the family history. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm usually pretty good. But this time it started in Afghanistan. Mm. When I went over to Afghanistan, I it destroyed me. I mean, you know, it was real uh, depression for real reasons. Right. I mean, I I was overwhelmed with the darkness with the death, with holding people's lives in your hand, I mean, it destroyed me. Mm-hmm. And then I never recovered. And so I almost missed it until last week when I'm thinking really dark thoughts. And then I'm like, okay, okay, wait a minute. I, this may not be what I thought it was. And uh, so I, you know, call the doctor and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that kind of sounds like it, Glenn. Yeah. And so it's the first time I've missed it in well since I was 25. Wow. So it was just situational depression that became clinical. Yes. Yeah, that's sneaky when that happens. It's really It's like sneaky. if you lose someone or there's an actual yeah. reason to be grieving or depressed and then you And then you just can't pull out of it. Mm, yep. And, and you think that it's no, you think you you wouldn't think about going to a doctor you know, or maybe you got to just talk about it. And you're like, that that doesn't, when it's clinical depression, talking about it doesn't help. Yeah. Because you can't pull out of the nosedive that you're in. Yeah, because how could you? It's like getting outside of that matrix of your own mind. You do need some support. And, and I think people don't, you know, there's so much resistance to even asking for help when you're in that. You think you can just pull yourself up and That's what, get yourself out of it. Is it really still like that? I mean, maybe two. I mean, I think so. I still think there's, I still think that it's because how do you even know sometimes like you didn't know and you have a long history and a lot of information. If you are clinically depressed and you've never been clinically depressed and you don't have a history in your family and you, I guess, how would you even necessarily know that might just be normal the way you normally feel. And you, like you said, you might think that's normal. I just remember in, 19 probably 85 is the first time i ever spoke about it Mm. i was 20 something and had just come out of the only time that i was truly suicidal and had it all planned and everything else and um uh came out of that and talked about it and shared and it was i mean that was like institution kind of thinking back then yeah you know what i mean nobody talked about it nobody talked about it Or at least it felt that way. And it's tough now. We've been talking a lot about this on Walk-Ins Welcome. Mental health is a big topic. And even talking about what's going on with teenagers. It's even challenging to talk about because I don't want to. It can become this kind of contagion if people think, well, oh, this is happening and there's no way out. And how do you talk about all these things that are going on in the world? But I think this is really. Give hope. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, you're you're singing to the choir here. Uh, but on that particular case, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but during COVID, at the height of it, we had a suicide attempt uh, with my son. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, it was it was shocking, mm-hmm. and um, went through it. And we've talked about it on the air mm-hmm. because it. You have to talk about it. You have to. If you don't talk about it and you think it can't happen to one of your kids, what our kids are going through right now is, I don't don't think it's ever happened to any generation. Maybe the plague, but they didn't, you know, they they weren't going out and doing things, uh, you know, necessarily during the plague that were fun for your childhood. Yeah. Our kids' childhood has just been erased and they're alone. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure there have been times in history where kids have had it pretty, pretty rough in, in their teen years. No, um, no, no. I mean, but, you know, of course, there's been wars and everything else. Right. But I don't mean this is everything shuts down and there's right. not a war. There's not. You're just isolated. Right. And everything seems to go on. And you're in the doom box. Correct. You're just in the doom box. Yeah. All, all day long, which is the worst place for anyone, by anyone. the way let alone a teenager with a developing brain. Yeah. And that's where they had to do school and that's where they're socializing. And it's just, yeah, I don't see how that, uh, obviously we're seeing these crises among teenagers. This seems like something that a lot of people actually called out before all of these extensive lockdowns and they were all called grandma killers. And now... I mean, I don't know if you saw, I'm sure you saw from uh, Walensky, the head of CDC. She said on Sunday, uh, for those who don't get the vaccine, there are plans for education and counseling. What? Yeah. Yeah. We, we put Even a Even like re- teenagers or anyone, just adults? No. Oh, anyone okay. who doesn't get the vaccine you're going to there are plans she said there are plans do we have the actual uh piece can you find out we still have that there are plans for education and counseling so you'll feel comfortable taking the vaccine i think they have done so this is going to set medicine and psychiatry and psychology back decades that seems so strange to me yeah that seems like a very large Overcorrection. <laughs> yeah. Listen, listen, here she is. We have seen that these mandates are getting more and more people vaccinated. Here's what we know. The most disruptive thing that you can do to a workforce is to have a COVID outbreak in that workforce. That will most definitely not only send people home, but it will send people to the hospital and some may pass. What we know from the police workforce is that there have been more deaths from the coronavirus over the last year and a half than all other causes of death for that workforce combined. So we believe it is very important to get these people vaccinated. There is a plan, um, should these people not want to be vaccinated, towards education and counseling to get people the information they need so that they are feeling comfortable in getting vaccinated. Uh, I'm not going to any government counsel uh, counseling. <laughs> I'm not going to any government education. No, I don't think so. You're not? Hey, no. Seems like right up your alley, Glenn. <laughs> I mean, that is really frightening. So wait, I missed a little bit of that. She said that it was the, what was the large, the population that suffered the large, most deaths from coronavirus, the essential workers? Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, they yeah. were working through. I, I just want to know <laughs> when these numbers are being recorded from and what they're talking about. Was it when we didn't have a vaccine and they were all working in a pandemic? I, I don't know. Mm. I just hate the way they're like, oh, these people suffered the most deaths. And it's like, well, yeah. Yeah. They were getting spit were on front, and protests. <laughs> right. But they were also on the front <laughs> lines of everything, you know? And, <laughs> and you know, the other, the other part of that is, and they survived. So the people who survived, a lot of them had the right. virus. They right. got sick and survived. When did they go from hero to zero? I wrote a whole piece about this. Trust me. I wrote the lectures from limousine liberals, and it, it, is, it, is, it makes my blood boil that you have the audacity to sit in your house for a year and bake your sourdough bread and post your pictures on Instagram and clap for everybody and have the posters in your front yard with all the essential workers. And then now, and they made it possible for you to stay in your bubble, the delivery people, the nurses, everyone. And now that you want to go back to your soul cycle class (laughs) and feel safe, (laughs) you are going to sneer at these people and tell them what to do. And I don't, the the mentality I don't understand is if you are vaccinated, who cares? Right. (laughs) Who cares? Why do we have to care what other people are doing? We don't test for immunity. It's, I, it makes me, this like topic makes me insane. I have a lot of essential workers in my family. My husband, I, like I said, he was on the front front lines of the pandemic at a grocery store. And he used to come home and say, if we're going to, we're not seeing these massive outbreaks in gross, like these are the places mm-hmm. you would think you would see them. Yeah. Well, Home Depot and grocery stores were somehow safe. Has there been a story of like an outbreak that's linked to a plane? They were flying through the whole pandemic. I don't, I just, it's very strange to me. I can see why flight attendants, pilots, people, again, who worked through the whole pandemic are like, no, (laughs) we were working while you guys were all at home. Well, I, you know, that I can't get past is I had COVID. I had a really bad case of Mm -hmm. it. So my body didn't need a vaccine. My, the vaccine tricks my body into thinking it's fighting the virus. Mm -hmm. So it kicks up my immune system so i'm ready in case i hit it well why would i need a vaccine to trick my body when i had covid and my body wasn't tricked it worked the way it was it was supposed to and it killed it right i now why do i need a vaccine why i got the vaccine i got the j and j so barely got the vaccine (laughs) (laughs) are you considered steps on the j and j no i mean they literally just tested my immunity when i was on rogan and it's like the faintest it's still still there it's still but you know what yeah but you can't (laughs) test for immunity it doesn't necessarily show up right no it can go into hiding yeah well and i think it kicks in when it needs to it does so it It can can just be chilling right yeah it's like like sitting on a couch going there's nothing here to see why am i getting up for this change is like a stoner immunity it's yeah. like just kind of yeah. hanging back it's laying yeah. on the couch all day if you right. knock they'll probably answer right. it's like right, the alcoholic know? gene in me i mean yeah totally. it's not there but man if i take a drink it is front and center my immunity and my alcoholism are just chilling together yeah. waiting uh and they become fast friends lately bridget fetacy uh she uh hosts the podcast Walk-ins, welcome. You'll really enjoy it. Uh, we always love having you here. Thank Thanks. you for having Thanks, me. Bridget. Bridget Fetacy. So recently, Christy wrote in about her experience with American financing. Uh, this is what she had to say. She said, I've purchased four homes. 
Well, must be nice to be you, Christy. She said, I've never had such a positive experience unless she can't hold a job or maybe her husband can't. She's moving all the time. That would be sad. Let's let's make up a life for Christy. No, um, never have, have I had such a positive experience. Many thanks, Glenn, to your friends over at American Financing, my mortgage consultant, knowledgeable, patient, responsive to many of my questions. I was pleased with the rate offered. Uh, the change in my payment will be a significant improvement to my ability to thrive. Uh, I'm so happy to hear this call American financing. Christy, thank you for listening. And thanks for writing in American financing can help you save money, uh, and get out from underneath these, uh, credit card bills that maybe are high interest. Or if you're, if your mortgage, you're paying over 4%, you should be paying less. And believe me, it's going to get harder to get a loan. Uh, especially if you listen to this, they're going to like, we're not giving you any money. Uh, American Financing, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. The Glenn Beck Program. It's never going away. No, of course not. So uh, Joe Biden is uh, talking about his moderate plan. Uh, it looks like they have a deal. Now he's pushing it. Multiple times they've announced this deal, though. Yeah, I know. So I who know. knows? Um, but what we do know is the child tax credit, which is basic universal income yeah, that's you, what that is yeah. universal basic income mm-hmm. basically i mean they're it's sending payments monthly not as a tax credit at the end of the year yeah. and you don't have to pay the taxes to get the tax credit it's weird uh you know yeah because it's yeah it's just a giveaway yeah it's just a giveaway just a giveaway just a giveaway yep and that's a part of the, the package they're going to try to land it at 1.85 trillion dollars which is right in the 1.8 to 2.2 trillion dollars we talked about uh as no a if it's 1.85 mm-hmm. then it's out of the 1.8 1.5 no 1.8 to 2.2 was oh, what, 2. What, what okay. I, well, at least that was my prediction of okay. where this thing would land and again you've pointed out correctly that it, the, the dollar amount is the least important thing yeah, because about this. i mean uh, because all they did was like the universal basic income they're calling it uh child care child tax credit yeah. and, but they're doing it instead of 10 years they're going to say it's going to be extended for a year now, right. of course, it's not going to go away at the end of that year no. in the middle of an election. You, you're giving people heroin, and they will never come off it. Yeah, it's free money. It's yeah. just basically the government's sending free money to tens of millions of people, and people tend to like free money. when they get free money, you know, that they whoever else, somebody else is paying for. You have to be really, really careful. Don't take any of the free money, uh, because if you're addicted to it, uh, it'll be hard for you to do the right thing. Uh, I mean, it's hard for you probably right now to do the right thing uh, or what you want to do because you might lose your job. Well, <laughs> don't take the free money. What do you do, though? I mean, it's a tax credit, right? You're going to take it. You're going to take people are going to take the tax credit. And you can actually, at least currently, set it up so it will still work like the old system where you don't just get I checks would, every month. I'd rather I would have do that, that personally, but yeah. I mean, it's, you know, I would rather do that. I don't want a check coming in every month from the, from the IRS. You, you would start to depend on it. And, in, and by the way, it's not going to go to everybody. A lot of people will not get it. Uh, it's going to yeah. be largely targeted toward, you know, groups of people who surprisingly tend to vote more democratic. I don't know if that's a coincidence. I mean, it's probably a coincidence. That's my guess. Probably a coincidence. 
probably. Well, this is the voice of an oppressor speaking <laughs> that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, right I said now. it was a coincidence. I was, yeah, what an oppressive. I was siding with the state. I'm allowed to side with the state. You're against that's equity. Not... That's what I'm hearing. No, I. Yeah, it's all my. Oh, yeah. For we'll the reach on with your privilege. <laughs> uh, all right, we'll see you tomorrow on the Glenbeck Radio program. It's Friday. Mr. Bill O'Reilly, another man with white privilege, will mansplain the news to you on tomorrow's episode. This is the Glenn Beck Program.